In this week's Torah portion, we learn the laws of keeping kosher. So I would like to take a minute to share with you the Kabbalistic meaning of why we keep kosher. According to Kabbalah, there is a spark of spirituality, a divine spark a piece of holiness inside every single thing in the world <clears throat> and that holiness is disconnected so to speak from its source in uh, in the oneness of god our job in this world a human being our job is to connect this world with spirituality because we're the only beings that possess free will we have the ability to uplift and focus and channel the things in this world that are disconnected spiritually from their source. Now, it's not their fault. They don't know better. Animals, rocks, stones, plants. We have a unique ability to uplift and connect everything to its source. So there's a very interesting verse in this week's Parsha. After we discuss the laws of kosher, it says, I am the Lord your God who took you up from the land of Egypt. And the commentaries point out that the word took you up, elevate, is a strange way of speaking about coming out of Egypt. Usually it says it took you out of Egypt. And the, the Rashi points out, based on Talmudic teachings, that God is telling the Jewish people that just for you to keep kosher, it was enough reason for me to take you up from the land of Egypt, that you should be elevated, again, focusing on the word of took you up, that you should be elevated through eating kosher food. Now, what does that mean? And I want to share with you a, a slightly twist on those words, that our job in eating is to uplift the holy sparks of godliness that are hidden inside the food and not to let the physicality of the food pull us down so it's the spirituality in the food that actually gives us nourishment it's the holiness that gives it the taste and the flavor and the nutrients and the vitamins that enable us to grow and to be healthy that's the connection that we have our souls have to the food now our bodies are connected to the physicality of the food so there's two ways of eating you can eat like a body or you can eat like a soul. When you eat like a body, the food is really eating you. It's pulling you down to its level. When you eat like a soul, you're literally eating with mindfulness, with gratitude. So I was such a big emphasis in Judaism to make a blessing before eating, to focus on the pleasure and the spirituality in the food. So food can pull us down or it can pull us up. We are um, obligated to eat responsibly, just like you have to drink responsibly, you have to eat responsibly. So what does it mean that, uh, what's the what's the significance of what does that mean that we have the ability to uplift the food to elevate the food so the answer is as follows that uh, a carrot or a chicken is longing to reconnect to a higher level of spirituality but it's trapped in an animalistic body or in a carrot body it doesn't have the ability to do that now through us human beings who have free will when we eat something and that the energy in that food becomes a part of our body. So now, literally, we have inside us that aspect of reality. According to Kabbalah, there are four level, 
four kingdoms of uh, existence. There's something called domain, which is silent beings. That includes rocks and minerals. Then there's something called Sameach, growing beings. That is plants. Then there's something called Chai, living beings, animals. And Medaber, speaking beings. That's human beings. Human beings have a unique uh, characteristic. The Torah says that when God created Adam, he built, he created him in his image. And some explain that that means that is the capacity of abstract thought and speech, our ability to speak on higher levels, and that also includes our ability of free will. And those are both unique functions of a human being. We have free will to use our speech, to use our abstract thought thinking abilities to elevate ourselves and the world, or to just become more uh, powerful animals who can destroy the world. So when we eat meat, it's a very big deal. The Talmud says that someone who's not learned spiritually, who's not learned, learned in Torah should not eat meat. Why? Because then their body is consuming the meat and the meat will pull them down. Because uh, according to Kabbalah, you are what you eat. If you eat uh, animals that have a certain nature that's animalistic, or that's uh, aggressive, it will make you more aggressive or more animalistic. So you have to be very careful about eating meat. On the other hand, however, eating meat is one of the most spiritual things a person can do. In the temple, well, the main focal, focus of the work that took place in the temple was the eating of meat. So why is, why is that? Because when a person eats uh, a steak, let's say, if they do it with the right intention, and they make a blessing and they, they thank you, and that meat is kosher, that means it's prepared in a special way, or the, the, it's slaughtered in a way which according to Jewish tradition is the least painful way. The blood is drained, the blood is supposed to be a very animalistic part of the meat, and uh, if a person eats that while making a blessing and being thankful, and then they take the energy in that meat and they do something good, essentially what you've done is you've now elevated all of that cow. That means that cow ate tons and tons of, uh, of pounds of grass. And inside that grass is tremendous amounts of sunlight, energy, rainwater, minerals from the ground. If you eat that cow, you have now within you literally the entire world. And now you take that energy, and if you do something good with that energy, if you do a mitzvah, if you learn Torah, if you work on refining yourself, if you do an act of kindness for another person, you have now taken the entire world, which doesn't have free will, and you've used it, utilizing your free will, to do something good, and therefore connected all of that energy to the Creator. However, eating meat comes with a tremendous responsibility. As they say, the more power, the more responsibility. Great, with great power comes great responsibility. Because if you take all that energy inside you that you ate with that steak, and then you go and play video games, or you go right to sleep, or you decide to do something really negative, so you've literally taken the entire universe and schlepped it down with you to a level that's much lower than an animal. Because animals, because they don't have free will, they're neither, they're, they can't do bad. So this thing is a bad animal. But a human being, when they use all the faculties that we've been given and we do bad things, that's much worse and much lower than anything else in creation. 
So we literally have the ability to uplift the entire universe through our eating and then doing good things with that energy. So the idea of keeping kosher is that according to Kabbalah, there are certain foods that are usr. The word usr means forbidden, but literally the word usr means bound up. There are certain foods that we don't have access at this moment in the ability to elevate the sparks within that food, the holiness within that food. So those foods are bound. The word mutter, things that are permitted, means untied. Those are foods that we can elevate. And so the idea of kosher food is that it's foods that we have the ability to lift up that will not pull us down. The animals that we eat are animals generally for mammals that chew their cud and have split hooves, for fish that have fins and scales, for birds, uh, it's birds that do not claw, that are not birds of prey or scavengers. In general, the theme in all those things is these are animals that are more docile and they are, that are not hunters, scavengers, or aggressive animals. Right? We don't eat uh, uh, shellfish, which are basically the scavengers of the ocean, or uh, fish that don't have fins and scales, like sharks and eels, and these are the hunters of the ocean. We don't eat, um, we eat chickens and, uh, and, and s simple birds like that. We do not eat eagles or vultures or, uh, or owls or hunting or scavenger birds, like, um, um, what are they called? Um, scavenger birds. Anyway, uh, <laughs> and, uh, we and the same is true by animals we don't eat lions or tigers or bears we eat and um we and or, or on the other hand scavengers like pigs and and animals like that or animals like horses that have very strong hooves that are could be could be more more violent well cows is a good question but i think cows are not particularly violent unless provoked but um that's that's essentially the idea is that you are what you eat and we we want to eat foods that we can lift up that won't pull us down. So I want to give you all a blessing for a beautiful week of uh, uplifting the world around us. And in every moment, you know, think about what am I doing with the energy that I have inside my body and what responsibility do I have to the entire world to do good with the gifts that I've been given.